0: Hello
2: and welcome to the Not Nine podcast. It's been uh, it's been a trying hour there for us, which is mm. just about right because on this episode we're going to be talking about songs we absolutely hate,
1: we <laughs> absolutely just, hate. We just <laughs> fucking hate these songs so much. <laughs> just
2: hate them. Oh, we have just had I've had technical <laughs> difficulties there that have me, meant have really amped me up in preparation for this uh, collection of songs that we're about to discuss. I mean, my from God. my
1: end, it's, it's been like a, it's been like a performance art piece, like I, anything that could go wrong and not end has gone wrong. <laughs> we, I
2: know.
1: we were supposed to start recording an hour and 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's definitely setter.
2: been trying my patience as mm-hmm. uh, will a lot of these songs, I think that we're going to discuss. Yeah. So that um, voice, of course, is Andrea Cleary. Hello. Everyone. Nine, and we are here to discuss songs. Now for usually we just talk about songs we like. And you know.
1: Usually we're a very positive podcast. We're a very music positive podcast. But um look, sometimes you just hate songs and these are songs that we we just really don't like. Um and we think they have no moral value have <laughs> contributed nothing to the world yeah there is um, th-
2: these are songs that um, whether personally or you know um culturally we mm. think should go in the bin um, i think
1: we we've we've kind of avoided the very like low hanging fruit
2: yeah i think that was the intention there's definitely mm. songs i mean i ba- made a big big long list of songs um mm. and maybe we'll discuss some of them or just briefly um touch on them after
0: we'll do some special event. mentions at the yeah, end for sure I think yeah. so. mm.
2: um but yeah these are songs that uh you know i've been thinking about this because when you asked me to do this originally i was kind of going i don't know if there's that many songs that i hate oh,
0: and oh, yeah. then
2: i opened <laughs> the floodgates yeah. and a load of bad songs came pouring in mm. and uh yeah, but I was thinking though, you know, I mean, uh, there is one thing that has probably changed. I think the older you get, the harder it is for you to really hate songs. That's my feeling mm. on it. I think, like, I think,
1: yeah, I think I agree. I, I, I think it's harder to hate new songs because it's kind of easier to avoid them. But yeah. but I, I have spent, in some cases, with these songs, you know, decades hating them. Mm. Um. Yeah. So and 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 I do feel that every time I hear them, I hate them a little bit more. So the songs that I already hated, they do fester in my soul, in like a little dark corner of my soul that's full of uh, mold and damp. Um. But yeah, it is harder to hate new, new, new songs because I mean I don't listen to the radio really, um, like kind of you know our commercial Irish radio. Um. So, but I mean there is one song on here that we. That is one of your choices that? Um,
2: That's a recent song. To, yeah, 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 So yeah, there's not okay.
1: too many very recent ones. But um, so so now what um, what would be a character like an exa- or, or a characteristic of like what makes you hate a song? Is there something that you can put well, your finger on?
2: This is what I was trying to uh, explain to myself even. But I think like one of the things that kind of ruins this a little bit is that. I have done some wedding DJing over the years. Mm. Uh not much, but I've done a bit. It's and, a good place
1: um, to start the wedding yeah, playlist for like,
2: sure. There's definitely songs um, that you're asked to play at weddings that you kind of have no choice but to play. Obviously, mm. one of the big ones is Rock the Boat, and it's a very annoying song. It's, it's annoying, it, it but I kind of
1: have no qualms with it. I'm I'm like, Yeah, I don't,
2: it's fine. Yeah. It's like but then I think because you have to play songs for other people that they love, sometimes you just have to get over it and play them. Yeah. And like, that kind of leads you to sometimes going like, well, look, I have no choice. I, I can't really hate this right now. I, they want mm-hmm. to hear it. um, Like, so that does change things. And I think the more, like, when you're DJing a lot or you're playing weddings or something like that, you are more mm-hmm. susceptible to be like, okay, I just have to get on with this. I have to play these songs that they want. And because that means you have to hear those songs a lot more. And therefore there's a part of you that's a bit like, I can tolerate this now. It's fine. Yeah, um, and there's very few songs that I really um, actively hate,
0: but mm. there's a lot of um,
2: songs that uh, we'll discuss here that represent things that I hate as well. Yeah, um,
1: so that's that's my sort of thing. I think um, I think I hate songs that are very cynical in their ploy for mm. emotion. If they use, you know, a chord structure that has just been done a, a million times before that is very easy on the ear, very like wedding first dance at a wedding kind of song. I actually don't have any Ed Sheeran in my list, but he could have very easily been in there for that reason that that sort of like you know that playlist of like first dance for a wedding that that would be my idea of hell that's what that's what is playing as I as I descend through the circles of hell um and then also I hate songs about uh, and I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before about um going out to the club and how amazing the club's going to be and anything to do with like we're on our way to the club and we can't wait to get there I can't stand it. <laughs> I just hate it. <laughs> there's nothing in the club for you. Clubs are awful, um, or the clubs that play the songs that are about going to the club are <laughs> largely awful. Um, so yeah, so they're they're kind of my two, m- my two really really big um, book bears. And then there's just a a, a, a few that I. I just—I mean, my number one most hated song. I will talk about here, and I'll—I'll I'll flag it when we get to it. I can't actually give a reason why I hate it so much. I was really trying today, and—and and it's just—it's just a visceral reaction, um, and I don't know why I hate it so much. So yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's much harder to explain why you, why you like something than don't like something, as a general rule. I—I I find yeah. a, a, as a hate critic, is a
2: stronger but, emotion sometimes, and yeah, yeah. I think for me it's like there's an element of uh, inauthenticity where you're like yes. I hate this because I know that you don't mean it. Yeah, I hate this yeah, because yeah. you're you're cynically doing this. I hate this yeah. because the message you're peddling isn't one that you actually believe in or mm-hmm. just you know what's worse is like it's like if you think about writing and when you start off writing A lot of mistakes that you make as a young writer is like learned mistakes, mistakes that you you think you're supposed to do, like taking on or like using too many exclamation points or like Mm. um, just using language without a second thought. And that's often the way like badly written songs just take the established language, music language that's gone before us and go, they'd make a song out of it. And that sometimes Mm. means makes for a terrible, terrible, very annoying song. So, will we—I don't have a particular okay. order necessarily. They're all bad.
1: Let's um, just do one of yours, one of mine, kind of thing. Do you? Okay. Do you want to kick off? Because I think the first one we have in the playlist is is a doozy, and I think it will be a lot of people's least favorite song in the world.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, where do I start? It's a song from two thousand and five. It's a Canadian troubadour. He's had a hot, bad day, and so have Uh-oh. you. You ready for Daniel Powder?
0: and a smile
2: You had a bad day, guys. Don't worry. This song is here to lift you up. It's you're faking so bad. a smile it's,
1: with your coffee to go. That's
2: the worst line in the song. That, uh, it's yeah, my least. Yeah, you're i faking I, a smile. That makes me want I, to punch, I, it, it, punch a wall. I know. I'm just like, you stop. That. There's,
1: oh. there's also these these, these weird like things in the background of it. Uh, it's it's. And, and do you know what else it is? It's the, it's those opening chords genuinely make me so angry. And so many (laughs) songs have that like open, like, oh, I'm trying to have a very iconic piano opener so that when I play this at my gig, everyone goes, "Whoa, this is my favorite song. I hate it so much. Excellent choice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's so saccharine. Um, It's it's like it's that toxic positivity, isn't it? It's like Mm. everything's going to be okay, guys, no matter what. Like, it's fine. And then there's the video with Daniel with the stupid ratty beanie hat on him. Um, (laughs) Just everything about this is real like it's okay, guys, I'm here to help you. Just it's, and there's a key change in it that's absolutely hideous. It's a hideous mm. key change. It's like that's what it, it's like it's trying so hard to lift you up and it's trying so hard to be that song. You sing a sad song just to turn around and like fuck off. Fuck
1: off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not Oh, I not read it. About it the, I, I, the
2: cadence of it all is like Na, 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 na. it's like so basic as well and i yeah. really do hate this song and i've always hated it um funny enough it came up in a few weeks ago in the no encore uh quiz as one of the questions what year is released 2005 was when yes. it was released he's canadian course. daniel powder he has an essential collection of 17 or 18 songs on spotify i was, so was going to ask, to ask you does he
1: does he have did, did he have another hit or like did what did his follow-up song do any well, but any, do any well? I don't know if that's a sense. Do any um, well. Um, he doesn't <laughs> like, have anything that's remember.
2: close to popularity, is that I think he maybe had mm. some Canadian, uh, local Canadian hits. Jimmy Gets High is one song and a song called Free Loop, okay. both from the same album. And uh, yeah, so not much really. Um, but I think for me, like looking at the YouTube comments as well, I think that's kind of a good example. Here's, here's a very generic comment. To all those people having a bad day right now, don't give up. One day we'll have that blue skies and genuine smiles. And that kind of uh, sums it up, really. That's uh, Daniel Powder a oh. bad day, a bad, bad song. And that's our first of, uh, of many bad songs.
1: <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Okay. My, my first bad song is the song I was speaking about earlier. It's my... It's the song I hate most in in, in the world I, I can't explain why I don't know why um it's Norman Greenbaum with Spirit in the sky and I, I oh God <laughs> play the <that> clip <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so not a song for a lot of people that would really uh be a viscerally um difficult mm. song to listen to, but for you, it seems to be
1: yeah i' it's something it, it's, okay, so the, you know the opening line? I find it um what's the word like cocky and um, <laughs> like <laughs> overconfident I don't know i I just. And it's not really so much like, cause often when I, when I bring this song up, I'm asked like, is it because of, you know, the message of it or whatever, or because it's a, it's a very religious song or whatever. I, it's not at all. I don't care. You know, I think, um, I love a hymn. I think I said that last week. There's a lot of religious music that I, that I genuinely love this, like I think it's summed up in, in the delivery or the moment in the song where everybody gets together and says, "Gotta have a friend in Jesus. And it, it, this is a big wedding song, right? You've probably play, played this at weddings. Yeah, No, um,
2: I've never played this I, I, like, look, you've heard it at weddings. I, I I try and play weddings where people are sound and don't ask me for <laughs> stuff like this, but occasionally, yeah. you know, I've done it for like friends of friends or something like that. So mm. sometimes yeah, you get asked to play songs you don't like. Um, mm. So I will tell you what. But
1: it's it's so if you if you can imagine how people look when they dance to this song, do you know what I mean? It's kind of this. I know, I know, I know. Listeners can't see me right now, but they know what I'm doing. (laughs) And it's just there's something about that like little shuffle. It it makes me want to get sick in my mouth. I hate this song i really really hate it and i I reckon i was first introduced to it when gareth gates Mm, yeah released it yeah and and i i was a gareth gates girl when he was in pop pop stars pop pop idol um i was gareth as opposed to will and he released this song and um i broke up with him I, that was the end of our relationship. <laughs> I just hated it so much. Um, and yeah, apologies if I, if the song means a lot to anybody out there, but it's bad. It's a bad song. It's just bad.
2: Yeah, I think it, I think it, I think you're right. I think it's it's just that kind of like kind of faux mysticism as well, isn't it? Like the kind of like, yeah, yeah, this really matters. It really means something. It's
1: like it's yeah, like, it's when it's I die. The, the he also place. says the words "when I die" a lot, and I'm like okay, uh, I don't know. I I understand that it's supposed to be an upbeat song because death isn't the end for these people. It's the beginning. But like, Man. it's uh, uh, when I die, um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to the spirit of the sky. I'm going to be food for the worms. And I'd rather not think about that, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe that's my problem. I'm like, stop trying to tell me that when I die, I'm going somewhere nice because I know I'm not. So, you know, let's not bring it up at this wedding um yeah. or, i mean it's not a while I'm in the song. supermarket uh, yeah 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 fair Why is <laughs> you, you know aids I mean? cover weird, weird. i have no idea so weird so Very so strange. weird but um <laughs> yeah i really really hate it. It's, it but it's mostly it's less about the message and more about the base i just hate that baseline yeah. really okay, hate it right
2: fair enough okay you okay um all right okay well this is the one we were uh sort of uh, uh Oh, God. Uh, Telegraphing in terms of most recent songs. This is, uh, Mm. it's an Australian And I think in terms
1: of actual songs, like in terms of the actual songs that we're playing today, this is the worst one, I think. This
2: is a crime against humanity. This is um, Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Oh, God.
1: We're sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry about this. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. (laughs)
2: That is a song that makes me want to get sick of my mouth. That's how bad it is. It's it's absolutely awful. It's so bad. Oh. Okay, so
0: if,
1: if someone else was singing that song, if someone else had a normal voice, I reckon it would bring it down from a 10, on like the like 10 being the worst a song could possibly be, to maybe a 7. I yeah, think probably the voice up, structure of the song, like it's bad, the lyrics are bad. The lyrics yeah. are bad. Uh, i don't know I, f- I find the whole thing icky but her voice is genuinely and i know that that grating thing is is on purpose uh that you know sexy baby voice turned up that's to what a, it gets um,
2: i'm just like oh my god why why oh, what is the baby voice about why does she uh pronounce time like dime? Um, why uh, does she say like the chorus is I've never seen anybody do the things that you do before and it becomes never see nobody do, to do things that boy. <laughs> like what are you talking about what is this it's a gibberish classic of the worst proportion It's like it's just really it's a horrible to listen to that baby voice is the thing that gets me, mm. like, it's like it's and then it goes a bit like scatty
1: almost as well it's like yeah. what
2: is all this what is like why. Oh God! It's it just sounds like something seven. is medically
1: happening within her body, and she can't control it. It is re- like really, really. I, I, th- I think it's. I think it's offensive. <laughs> I think yeah. it's genuinely offensive um, that this song got popular. I think it's offensive to music. This was the moment when this song got popular. I, uh, I mean, what was this? Twenty nineteen.
2: Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, it was, yeah, wasn't it?
1: I, I yeah, had yeah. for for a few years been resisting, you know, becoming uh, like an old person about music and, you know, complaining that like the charts aren't what they used to be. I was like really, really trying not to like enter into that stage of my life, which I knew was imminent because because my 30s were imminent. But this song really, really pushed me over the edge. I was like, no, it's over. I think, I think music's dead. I think it's dead and I think it's gone. And I think- I I remember like Today FM (laughs) playing this
2: song regularly and I'm like, what's wrong with everybody? What, 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 what's happened? Have mm-hmm. I gone through the looking glass here? What's, why is everyone playing this song? I don't understand why people don't think it's the most annoying thing ever. Do you mm-hmm. know what we should do? Um, because she's still around. We should listen to one of her other songs um, uh, and and see if she does the same baby voice in it. Um, okay.
1: Do you want to do it now? Do you want well, to yeah, listen to yeah, her, her, her second most popular song? Okay. So, no, no,
2: a, There's a new single called Charlie. It's actually in the charts right now. Okay. So let's click in 30 seconds into that and have a listen to that. Okay. Somehow. Oh, I think not we're...
1: not nearly as annoying. I mean, Her she's she, she's dialed the voice back. I and mean, She's still <laughs> doing the sexy baby thing, but in a in a cadence we can kind of handle. Um, oh, yeah. oh,
2: Do you think that's why it was so popular? I think it was a song that like kids loved. I think that's why it was so popular. And then like, but then mainstream radio shouldn't be playing that kind of stuff in the daytime, I mean, <laughs> like if it's just ruining everyone's life.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Marie in the Discord was saying that she worked with someone who had it as their ringtone. Oh, that's bad. A grown person like an adult with a job yeah. I, th- I think you should be fired for that <laughs> i think i genuinely think like this is if someone likes this song that is one of the biggest red flags i can imagine i think there's something not i think you're probably slightly evil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how you know many I mean? do, you know, do you know how many places have has on uh, on uh, spotify no, let tell you, uh, Dan- Dance Monkey. Oh my oh, God! Hang on, is that That's is that billion. billion? That's billion. Yeah, two billion six hundred forty-six million four hundred twenty thousand three hundred thirty-six. Well, three hundred thirty-four because we both just played it separately there. They don't. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! That's a lot of listens. That That's is a lot of listens. Too many listens, if you ask me. <sighs> Where does that sit in
2: the in most popular uh, Spotify streams, actually? Let's have a look in real-time songs.
1: This is making me sad. This is really, this is actually yeah. affecting me. It's the
2: third most streamed song of all time.
1: Why? Uh,
2: only behind Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which is 3.13. That's a great song. Billions, that's fine. And then Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, three point two two seven billions. No, Not so, as yeah. good a song.
1: No, but, like, why? if anyone likes this song, please look we will not mention your name. We will not even <laughs> respond to you. I swear to you, you can message us anonymously, just a paragraph on like why you like it because I've never met somebody who actually likes it, and I want yes. I want to know I' the, thing the oldest
2: know. of which uh, seems to be um. A thing on all of these songs that I hate um, is that there's always, and you don't know whether it's like a real thing or not, but if you look at the YouTube uh, comments on all of these videos, mm. there's always like, oh, my dad loved this song before he passed, or like those kind of stories, or mm. like, so, you know, no one one's of those, dad if, loved this song before he passed. Yeah, them. like sad tragedy kind of songs. Now, there is one, and like one of the first ones is a. Uh, and oh, my sixty-five-year-old father loves this song. A landscaper for longer than I've been alive. If he hears the song while he's working, oh, he hasn't died yet. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> yeah, I, he's got. Shit I taste can tell music. what I'm song sorry, he's dancing to in his
2: head by the way he dances. This reminds me of this. Uh, you know the story. Have you seen the story? Oh, he's
1: just about <laughs> to say
2: <laughs> the Hudson <laughs> Mohawk song.
1: Oh, oh my god!
2: god. <laughs> Your man trusting to a song.
1: Oh my god! We'll we'll put the Reddit post in the show notes. Oh, but, you have um, to have seen it. You, if, if yeah, you people have to have it, seen
2: it. There's a the Reddit story about a uh, uh, a girl, an so exasperated does- girlfriend who's like, my my uh, boyfriend keeps. Uh, uh, we have to have sex to the song. No, no, um, no.
1: It was him. He he, he yeah, wrote he the says, post. He he oh, was he like it, yeah. I was I was always afraid of being bad at sex. So I I Googled it and it was like play some music and then you'll kind of have the rhythm down or whatever so I made myself a playlist and one of the songs on the playlist my girlfriend doesn't like and we've been having sex with this song for like two years, it's my favourite song she told me she doesn't like it so I didn't play it anymore but the other day we were having sex with no music and she could tell from like my rhythm which song I was thinking about while having sex and it was this song, do you have it Niall? <laughs>
2: Oh, yes, yes. Can we play it? it. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to play it from the start here. Okay, it's Hudson Mohawk, Seabat. imagine
1: like I think, no, most
2: people can't imagine that's why it's so funny but
1: the, yeah so there's like all, on tiktok there's people trying to like show you know is it the rhythm is it the beat is it the like for want of a better word the melody the beep,
0: beep, beep, beep?
1: and the worst thing about it is that like it it, it can't just be like the doo, 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 doo. like it can't yeah. be that because she wouldn't have been able to recognize it yeah, from what yeah. he was doing it had yeah. to have been you know yeah, frantic be. and yeah. weird <laughs> wild. it's it's genuinely it's it's my reason to be cheerful this week like that, <laughs> that song is just oh my god it, genuinely awful and it has like loads of streams now on spotify yeah um, what what did
2: he change he changed his bio uh on he said like his twitter bio is like uh uh one of the Cry Sugar is a better song to have sex to
1: <laughs> one, of
2: his, <laughs> one of his newer songs
1: <laughs> yeah I say like, Cry Sugar like is sex yeah music to have sex to less C-bat more C-mat
2: uh-huh. I, you okay. know at least
1: at least she's got a steady rhythm okay I'm up Ooh. next Um am okay I,
2: this is a controversial one yeah
1: me oh this is my most controversial one so um whenever I say and I don't think you should without, say
2: this song I, I think you should play it so can you intro it without without okay, mentioning what it is? Because I won't then, say what it I is. I want the surprise to be.
1: Um, so whenever we're talking about songs that we that we hate, which when music journalists hang out, we talk about that often. And whenever I've brought this song up, I can't describe to you how angry people get that I hate this song. This is a song that seems to be. I I I actually don't think I've ever met another person that hates this song, and I can't stand it. Um i'm sorry everyone um here it is
2: it doesn't make any sense Just this one thing. Mm-hmm. Please explain
1: yourself. If you oh, can. Niall. like, uh, honestly, the, the instrumental's fine. like It's good, actually. But why is she singing so high? Like, <laughs> what? like w- when she comes in, in that first bit, it's so jarring. I'm like, ah, stop shouting at me. <laughs> like, it's like she starts at 10 and just stays there. There's no sense of dynamics in the song at all. And then... Yeah. The, the chorus is just like it's like two notes like and she's so like she's singing so high and it's not quite too high for her voice but it's getting there like it's nearly too high for her to sing and she's just i don't know whenever i don't know what it is i just i just i don't think it's good i think
2: that's what it is Is like is it just like a bit too uncomfortable for you
1: Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it it hurts me. Like, I'm like, why, why are you yelling at me? Like, why stop? Like, just, you know, take a step, take a breath (laughs) and and start the song over in a register that suits you. Like, I just, I really, I, it, 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 it grates me. It really grates me. Um, and I'm not like, I'm always, I'm always, Nervous about talking about this song because I'm not saying she's like shrill or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it's it's not a it's it's not a thing where she's like where she has like a oh, annoying woman voice. But it's just she really just starts kicked in so so much and <laughs> she's given it her all at the beginning. And I just think she's singing too high. It it, it, gr- it grates me. I I I don't like it. Hmm. Okay. I think the core. Right, I think the look- chorus is bad. Okay. Uh... What's that? Like, what is that melody? Like, that's not anything. Yeah, I mean it is.
2: I mean, it's, it's
1: not... gobble gobble gobble. Like, why? <laughs> what is it? It's no, no. It's, it's not. No. This isn't it. It's no, guys. No. I'm it's, sorry, it's, everyone. I know people are going to be mad, but
2: whatever. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't mind it so at all.
1: You like this song because you've been I one of the it, people yeah. who've given out to me in a pub when I said I hated it.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's like, it's like almost jazzy pop or something. It's real like, nah. it's like a little bit dissonant, but it works as well.
0: So
1: no, nah, I think, I think it's in, it's in a similar realm to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, which is a song I love. And I think that's, I think Shake It Off is a better version of One Thing by Amory. Okay. All right. That's my hot take.
2: Well, look, I mean, some songs are just by pure repetition are uh, the kind of song that if you like, you could essentially use it as effective uh, waterboard torture, like (laughs)
1: it's a a
2: torture song. So this next one for me is a bit of a torture song Um, and I'm just going to play the opening bits to this and you will understand why.
0: We get it almost every night when that them-
2: another example of toxic positivity in full force (laughs) it is top loader dancing in the moonlight huh is it
1: the voice is it tones and i think it's no because for for me it's the vocals all
2: right okay yeah i mean it's Mm. kind of annoying and it's it's that kind of like everything's gonna be great guys i mean it's not a bad song itself it's just that i think it's that like that little uh, melody line behind it that starts the song, the twinkling <laughs> kind of doo do, doo do, doo do, doo yeah, yeah. That yeah. will haunt you forever <laughs> if you let it. And I think you just can't let that in. Like, originally, that song was recorded in 1970. Um, and it is a song that was being covered a few times, but the English band Top Lover in 2000 were the band that really nailed the bad status. It's a simpering mm-hmm. pop classic for sure. Um, mm. I've got bone to pick the, with
1: you, Niall. Yeah, yeah. So um, for anyone in the discord, you might know where I'm going with this, but um, a few months back, early in the discord days, there was what can only be described as an explosive debate that uh, (laughs) broke out. And I think the question was, which song would you rather listen to? like for a three-hour journey and you could only listen to this one song and the two options given were Dancing the Moonlight by uh, by Top Loader and You're Gorgeous by Baby Bird, right? (laughs) I... I I was well, in there. Remember, I, well, I remember I, I, Oh, come here. I, I haven't gotten over this because I was the only person in there saying, What are you all talking about? You're gorgeous by Baby Bird is a great song. And everyone's like, No, 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 it's so much worse. It's so much worse than, than Dancing in the Moonlight. That's the worst one. That's the worst one. And I was like, I hate that. <laughs> but I noticed that Baby Bird isn't in your list of most hated songs, and yet Dancing in the Moonlight is. So I'm taking this as a win. <laughs>
2: For, well, for you can take part. it as a win, but it's certainly in the market. Mor- <laughs> Do you know what? And I did, I think I explained this at the time. Mm. Uh, there is a funny association I have with this song. Me and my pal Co uh, went on a journey from Cork to Galway, I believe. Oh, yeah. You actually did
0: this. That and was we, it. We
2: listened to, we tried to listen to this song on repeat for the entire journey. We lasted about like, I think we had six listens and we were like, I started to hate myself. Mm. I started to feel like the world was uh, collapsing around me. Mm. It's just when it comes in, I'm so triggered by the opening now because of that as well.
1: It's like a bad trip or something. It's just like, oh God, I'm never going to escape It's just
2: the repetition of that start all the time is like, oh God. So here we are. Look, Yeah. Oh, it's so awful. It's so awful. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. I agree. It, so. it,
1: it, it has a very grating kind of production. Like I, I, I hate anything twinkling in, in pop songs. I think if you're going to use a twinkle, much like a clap, um, m- much like a, 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 kind of a chorus of, um, like a crowd sound chorus, yeah. um, you'd want to have very, very good reason for it. And I don't think Toploader, uh, do, earned the twinkle. At the beginning right. of well, dancing in the moonlight, Speaking of twinkle,
2: twinkle. Not a song included here, but certainly an annoying song that I've seen on TikTok is the twinkle, twinkle little bitch song.
1: Oh God, that's oh annoying. God.
2: <laughs> There's a whole other no. category that of songs that were ruined by TikTok.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should do an episode soon on TikTok songs because I'm now on TikTok and I can I can speak more on it. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Um, am I up? Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to I wanted to not only pick like songs that would be you know easy for me to hate I set myself a, a mini challenge of picking a song that I hate from not only an artist that I love but from what I think is their best album and an album that I hold really really dear I genuinely think it is one of if not the best pop album of the 2010s and I skip this song every time it's Bad Blood by Taylor Swift
0: Eat, baby. Couldn't breathe
2: Okay. Tell mm. me why you hate Bad Blood by one of your favorites, Taylor Swift. Yeah,
1: I mean I'm not like generally uncritical of Taylor Swift, but I do really, really like her. I think she's great. Um but this song, I just think it's I just think she's capable of so much better. Like it's it's almost without melody. Mm. Is a very, yeah. very grating thing. And then it's mostly the verses for me. I think that do, 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 And she's, I don't know. There's like, there's a line that's like these kinds of wounds, they last and they last. And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, a lot of it just feels like she's just trying to like fill space with words. I like the pre-chorus that it's so sad to think about the good times, you and I, I think her voice sounds great in, in, in those moments. It doesn't quite redeem it for me. Like, I just think it's, it's it's just sounds quite lazy to be honest, and it's yeah. it, it's I guess kind of you know pre reputation era snarky Taylor, which I don't I didn't love reputation, and I think this song is is a reputation song as opposed to a nineteen eighty nine song. It just ha- kind of happened to be on this album. Um, I'm really sorry to all the Swifties. Please don't come at me, but like I just no, I this this song isn't it mad music videos <laughs> 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 ellie golding has like a bazooka launcher thing and oh, it yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's wild mm. and it's just yeah i don't know it doesn't earn the uh, the sort of side-eye snarky like vocal performance that she puts on in it and I, I mean i think she earns that in a song like look what you made me do um where she just kind of is, is like am- amping it up to the end degree but I just don't think it's earned in this song I don't think this song is like I don't know, band-aids don't fix bullet holes, I'm just like oh that's like it's that kind of stuff from Taylor that yeah. really bugs me Um,
2: What about the Kendrick verse on the on the
1: Oh other awful, version? awful, awful like really just A bad A silence for that <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for the Kendrick verse like really bad, yeah I, and like it's it, and it's on one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's an instant skip for me. It really it's, bothers it's me. Bad.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's right. That's, that's a, that's a brave, a brave choice. A brave choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under I've had
1: two quite brave choices now so far. So. Very good.
2: Well, I'm just about to tarnish an entire uh, subgenre here. So uh, hmm. very quickly, um, this next song is indicative of a, Genre um, that brings the roaring 20s into the 2020s and not in a good way. My God, so bad. So yeah, that is uh, a song called De "Dupe" by duper and Dupe. <laughs> no, it's "Dupe" by Dupe because there is no um, room for imagination in the genre that is known as electro swing. Mm. So yeah, as you can hear, electro swing or swing house is a, a dance music genre that combines the influence of vintage or modern swing and jazz uh, mixed with house and hip hop. It is absolutely abhorrent it is i cannot
1: stand the use of the word vintage when it comes to music Uh i I basically can't stand the word vintage unless it refers to like a piece of furniture or like a chanel suit from the 50s like calling music vintage really grates me and that's exactly what this genre is like this you know caravan palace um, and that mino speak americano track that was uh, that i nearly picked for this uh, but then I saw you had this, and I was like, Yeah, it's basically the same thing horrible
2: yeah. I mean, there are there are examples of songs that use some of those um like samples of of kind of old jazz and stuff like my woman uh white town, a good song." Um, there's others I can think of like Lucas with the little Off was an old rap song uh, French rap song that I liked that had that kind of vibe as well oh you can but
1: sample it but just putting like it. a 4-4 four, four beat under it it's and that, calling it, that's it, what it is. Swing it's the, is
2: like, it's the no. sped up like let's do the Charleston but sped up with a, with a mm. dunk on it like it's just so horrible <laughs> and yeah. I once got asked to, <laughs> to DJ at an event and they were like uh, can you do an electro swing set and I was like no no I can't I can't do no, that no I no, I'm not. Actually I, had to, it, okay. I had to bow out <laughs> of that, <laughs>
1: yeah, of that
2: gig. I'm like, I, 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 I will do many things for money, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: won't do that. <laughs> uh,
2: so that's yeah, it. That's no. that's our moment for electro swing, a hmm. horrible genre that somehow comes back in here every now and again. So wouldn't be surprised if it's a TikTok trend in the next few years. If it has, uh,
1: I um, hope so, not. I really hope not. It's like that that new Rosalia song that's viral on TikTok right now. I'm just, when it, whenever I hear it, I'm like, I, I do think it's funny, like the clips when people, so it's like the new Rosalia song yeah. and then somebody like giving a side eye and chewing gum. And I think it's funny when people do it with like cows chewing grass and stuff. I think that's cute, but that's um, it's, ooh, uh, it, it's I, 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 don't, I don't like it. But anyway, <laughs> um, my next song, it's by Metallica. It's called Nothing Else Matters and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Never
0: open myself this way. Life is really in our way. I seek, and I find in you every day.
1: what i know (laughs) uh that's You know what that song sounds like it sounds like the sweaty smelly guitar shop that i had to be in as a teenager because my friends wanted to go in there and someone would be playing the intro to this and getting it wrong and uh, it's just it's like I don't know. I'm probably being unfair. I think I just associate it with like people that would just play this song (laughs) in the guitar That is enough.
2: Sometimes it's just association that uh, I have a song I'm going to talk about briefly that is an association. um, Yeah. You know, it's just, that's enough. You don't need it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not like the world's biggest Metallica fan anyway. I can, you know, I, I respect them. You know, I understand that they're a very important band and they do have songs that I like, but like, this this song like if this was on
2: is it a dirge is that why you don't like it like it just has no doesn't go anywhere
1: oh like it takes so long to start first of all um it's just i don't know the 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 kind of like the noodling at the start is i think a bit um self-indulgent um, and I get that they're a fucking metal band or whatever, but I, I yeah, I don't know. I, it's, there's just something in it that grates me. And then when it kicks mm. in, I, I just find it, I'm like, no. <laughs> it's so hard to explain why I hate it so much, no but like, <laughs> it's, yeah, if, if this came on in a bar, I would, I would go out for a smoke. Like, I would, I would have to remove myself from the situation. Similar to Hotel California, but you'd have to have two smokes for that because it's so long. But like, True. it's, it's it's that sort of thing where i'm just like this is this is an arms around your mate's shoulder sing along nothing else matters like, I, I don't know it's just uh it, it, it do you know what it is it's cringy
0: i think it's the cringe. song is
1: cringe yeah yeah and like not many songs cringe. here yeah yeah and i get that they that they probably know that and understand that well most of the members of the band do uh some of them don't but um I th- I I do. I find it cringy and I understand that other people don't. But to me, it is a deep, deep cringe. Okay. All right. I can't help that. I'm sorry, everyone.
2: If you have uh, questions or comments about our choices, <laughs> it's podcast <laughs> at 9 9com uh, oh We'll both get that email and uh, be kind.
1: <laughs> Please be nice.
2: <laughs> or yeah. or you can join our Discord. It's uh, 9 9 on Patreon. Mm. to get access to that um, I mean don't,
1: you don't need to explain to me why you like Nothing Else Matters Like, explain to me why you like Dance Monkey don't explain to me why you like the Metallica song because for my entire life all I've had was to be fair mostly men explaining to me why Metallica are good so I'm good for that actually <laughs> like I'm, I'm fine I've, I've heard all mm. the arguments I respect it but I respectfully decline your opinion thank you sir
2: Okay. Right. Um, right. So I, I could have, I could have just tarnished the uh, new metal as an entire genre, but I decided not to, cause I had enough of that this month. Thanks to the no encore quiz.
1: Fair enough. Um, so <laughs> I won't
2: be talking about Limp Bizkit here. I also did oh, watch that. Oh, Limpstock this is worse though. Again, I think this is worse. I think this, this is, is worse. worse. It's insidious in its, in its pleasantries.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I would genuinely rather go see Limp Bizkit than, than listen to this yeah. song in its entirety yeah. This
2: is responsible, oh, in a way it's not responsible but it re- represents a lot of things that it led to that I, I absolutely hate, so mm. the song is The Lumineers Ho Hey
0: I've been trying to do it right
2: I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed my baby hey. Hey.
0: So hey. show me family hey. all the blood that i will bleed hey. I don't
2: it's cute and folksy and lovely oh, and it's a great it's pop song cute. and oh my god i hate it so much i love mumford
1: and sons <laughs> yeah. i mean they oh. were too
2: easy they were too easy of it a,
1: of a, yeah of i was a, gonna put little lion man in my playlist yeah. but i thought that this was basically the same thing
2: it is it is it is and you know for me i think what what this represents is a song that allowed a lot of very bad musicians to make a lot of popular music. Mm. Um, it heralded a, a sort of like a, a rootsy, folky revival that was really fake. That mm. also led to something else that I absolutely hated, and that was a ukulele revival revival. And mm. not only was it like a short-lived, you know, musical mm. genre that, or like sound that de- defined a lot of times uh, in the last fifteen years, it was it became a de facto sound for all YouTube ads, including. Here's an example. Like you, you go on YouTube today and you see an ad that on a pre-roll, you're going to get this. Whistling and ukulele, it's the worst combination you can get.
1: A business corp. We have your interests in mind. Talk to us today about your a business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> KBC, Verbank bank is regulated.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, make it stop. Make it stop. Make no, it stop, it's not regulated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's responsible
1: Actually, for the Ukrainian you know, on- whistling. On that, um, I have a, a really good video essay to recommend people. Um, it's by a, a YouTuber called Pantacruel. Um, uh, he's an Irish guy. I think he lives in the UK. So it's T A N T C R U L, and the um, the name of the video is "Corporate Music: How to Compose with No Soul." So he's okay. a comp- he's he's like a professional composer, and he breaks down. Um, how corporate music works and how it's supposed to make you not feel lovely anything. It's re- it's a very very interesting video. I'm um, okay, gonna
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna um put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Lovely. And he's just he's okay. just a great essayist. Actually, I recommend all his stuff, but that one is great. Okay. Um And it lovely. is that ukulele thing. And you're right. It was the Lumineers. They did it. Like they. Yeah.
2: I was also see also uh, <laughs> Riptide by Vance Joy.
1: Oh no! Oh. I love that song, Niall. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: I, it's, I, not, it's not a terrible song, but it does yeah. lead, it does lead on to this. Um, the lazy mm. song by Bruno Mars as well has a bit of. That oh yeah, back can get in and, the bin. Yeah, uh, terrible song. So, yeah. really, this is the the heinous one for me. This is the one that like upsets me the most. And uh, yeah, and the band and the band seem to be the kind of band that are still dining out on the popularity of that song. Although they seem to be very popular.
0: I go-
1: so. I googled the Lumineers there, and one of the you know they underneath. It's like people also ask. Um, and one of them is, did the girl quit the Lumineers? <laughs> it's like, okay, great. <laughs> the girl. Um, yeah, not okay. a good song. Bad, re- so, really, really bad song, actually. And it, the it's one, the whole hey at the beginning that, yeah, that it, it's yeah, like, yeah. why why are you trying to fight me? Like, It's like what, what
2: bad is, Arcade Fire. And we can't talk about Arcade Fire this week because no, we've already talked no, about
1: them enough. No. Um, um,
2: okay, your next one is actually one that ooh, is pretty much universally hated. Yeah, a, this is bad. A, this is a bad um, one. So we asked wow. in the Discord uh, what people, uh, if people had songs that they absolutely hated. Um, this was Dana one that said, was suggested. Yeah. When I was a kid, I decided for no reason that I absolutely despise. Sheryl Crow's all I want to do. <laughs> and that hatred's st- I stuck. think that's so funny. A genuine passion hate, though, is Black Eyed Peas. I Got a Feeling. <laughs> I Got a Feeling, a.k.a. Yeah. tonight's going to be a good night. Fuck yeah. that song forever. <laughs>
1: okay, forever.
2: <laughs> Colm uh, agrees and says, I used to work in an office where we had a collaborative Spotify playlist on Shuffle. If anyone added a song to play, it reset to Shuffle. and Spotify Shuffle is biased. The result of that coming together was that we built this city by Starship and they offer <laughs> a speaker like five times an hour. I don't think the song I hate more now.
1: Oh, God. Uh, Paddy
2: said, I worked in a music shop during the long, long stay of My Heart Will Go On at number one, Burnt in My Brain. The fourth fun of I Got a Feeling blared in Stade de France after Thierry Henry's handball against Ireland, with Ireland's players slumped on the pitch in hopeless defeat, oh. is a fairly <laughs> neat juxtaposition. Ouch.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, for me, it's, um, the song would have been released, what, like 2012, 2013? Something like that. It was hey, early 2010s anyway. Um, and I would have been... 2009, yeah. Oh, 2009, but it was kind of still played when I was going out um, in my early twenties to clubs that I hated, um, with people I hated, and uh, listening to music that I hated, uh, drinking drinks that were disgusting uh, in clubs that had sticky floors that I hated. Um, And this was the sound of that. Um, So here's, uh, I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be actually quite a good night at Black Eyed Peas.
0: and nice.
2: Let that song go into the shouty bit there, so uh, I'm sparing it's, you as much as I can here.
1: Is it just the most like vacuous? Like uh, I don't. I mean, look, I know there's a lot of songs about like going out and partying and forgetting your problems or whatever, but there's something about this that like it's just. I think it's. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's. Do you know? It's like the fill up my cup, muzzle tough. Yeah, like I I don't know why Mazel Tov is in there. Like
2: it's it's, empty platitudes. It's just empty platitudes. It's It's just completely empty. And
1: and don't get me wrong. I I I think there are Black Eyed Peas songs that are more evil than this. Um, my partner, his least favorite song in the entire world. Um, and a song that he genuinely believes to be evil is My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. I mean that's an
2: easy one. Yeah, like they Um, could dominate this list easily.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, For me, I think maybe they're like I think Where Is the Love is probably the most um offensive (laughs) of all their songs but it's just like like
2: co-opted as like a 9-11 song was that the whole buzz of that yeah yeah there
1: was yeah it it was yeah (laughs) everything about that song gives me the ick um and i i guess this one is just like i i've been um subjected to to it a bit more oh and god uh not not to mention the the uncensored version of uh, let's get it started which i went when i heard it for the first time which was probably about two years after it was released i didn't realize that the word wasn't started um and i heard it and i was like sorry <laughs> excuse me like mm-mm, no um i think they're they're bad and evil um and they should be banned from music, but. Yeah. It's just something about, I I got a feeling that just sums up that, that culture of like, let's go out and get entirely fucked up. And like, there's nothing wrong with going out. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's this thing of like, it's, it's not even like, let's go have a good time with our friends. Like there's so many songs that are just like, let's go out and get trashed. And I'm like, like what, like, I don't know what's that contributing. Like, why don't you I just think there's out, a desperation a nice to the
2: to their? It's hollow. The whole thing is hollow. That's the yeah,
1: problem. yeah. Really like, the
2: rep, repetition is trying to make you believe that you're gonna have a good night, and you know you're not.
1: Yeah, you know you're not. Like, Deep it's down, not, you, know not. you know you're not. You know you're not gonna have a good night because you went to that club last week and it sucked, and someone groped you. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's just like it, it's no, it's gonna be awful because it's always awful, and playing this song isn't gonna make it any better and you know maybe i'm using my own experiences here but like every club i went to that played this song when i was in my early 20s i genuinely just needed to get the fuck out of there and when i hear this song now and it's always played on like um you know like fo- like football uh like goals yeah. you know at the <laughs> end the end of the football <laughs> game and like you know <sighs> I I I I truly 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 hate it. Yeah, I okay. mm, it's bad. It's, ba- it's bad for culture. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, fair. The, your next one, I'm I'm so interested about this because it. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, I I uh, this, I this sh- whether this shook me to I my core. This or not? Niall, yeah. See, I don't actually like. I don't actually hate this song. Okay. Um, but it it is it makes me shudder now because um of an uh an experience I had, um and that experience was actually wedding DJing and uh, I got asked uh, t- I got roped into DJing a wedding that uh, people I didn't know that well uh, mm-hmm. through my ex-partner as well we we both got uh, roped in had uh, it was uh, I won't I don't want to say much about it because like I don't want to like ruin it for the people like they're they're lovely people it just became this chaotic weekend Um, a combination of like Strict timetables, um, mm. dodgy accommodation. Um, you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, I thought I was coming down to do somebody a favor, not to, like, like become the person that everyone turns to when something goes wrong regarding mm-hmm. music or anything uh, event-related. So there was a lot of things happening there also. Um, uh, there was also... Uh, my partner was sick at the time and there was, uh, everything was just all coalescing into this horrible experience. And this song was, was, uh, <laughs> it was asked, I got stopped on the day or the, maybe the day before the wedding. And we were in the middle of nowhere. There was no wifi. There was no 3G even, um, and I got asked, I got told I had to play this song, the instrumental of this song at the start of uh, the party of the wedding um, because somebody wanted to sing over and I was like what this is not what I'm signed up for so basically I had to go and uh, find some Wi-Fi somewhere and download an instrumental version of this song Um, and just because of that because I had to play it so many times and because it wasn't a very pleasant experience because literally it's one of those things like somebody made a misguided attempt to like impress the bride and groom and it just became this really like horrible, like clash of personalities and what people wanted and what people didn't want.
1: Mm. Weddings are awful, man. Yeah. They're so awful.
2: this song, the start. It's actually the start of this song. It's not even the song itself. It's just a. Um, it's Tema Houston. Don't leave me this way. It's the opening, like thirty seconds of this song, where someone's kind of singing a bit over like. The song, it's very triggering for me now. I Aww. have tried to learn to love the song again, but I, I really can't. I've tried, there is a uh, Bronski beat version of it, and that's better. Uh, but at that version, the Commie arts one, um, I can't really listen to that one, that version of it anymore, mm. and it just really upsets me. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. it. It's kind of like it's not a song I hate, it's a song that I, I've, I've now. Uh, it triggers me and I and I hate what it's become to me and that's uh that's just a very personal version of, mm. of one of the songs that you hate it's like I can't play this anymore because it, it I'm ruined
1: but yeah so uh yeah
2: so that's what that is <laughs> I think
1: that's uh, all, all of the kind of clubby songs that I have on my list are are that it's like like they're bad songs, but I also just associate them with like just extremely grim nights, you know. So Yeah. Yeah, I I, I get that. Um okay, am I up next? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh man. Oh! <laughs> hey <laughs> I laughed there. I scared the cat. Okay. Um oh you can pick any song by this band, really, but this is Drops of Jupiter by train. Oh here we
0: go. Talks like you.
2: So this is a song I managed to avoid for a long, 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 long time. A long time. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, it's... it's... Do it was I... worth the wait.
1: <laughs> I mean, have you never heard that song?
2: No, I have, but I'm just really not that familiar with it either.
1: Like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I could have chosen Hey Soul Sister, but I've once again, please, I'm begging everybody to watch Pat Finnerty on YouTube and his uh, video essay on Hey Soul Sister by Train, and how bad it is, uh, how, ba- how bad that song is. But um, you can pick any Train song, really. They're just so incredibly uh, disingenuous. Like, the lyrics of this song are mad. Like, what? what is it? She acts like summer and walks like rain. I hate when when male singer-songwriters just think of the most... you know what it is? It's, it's like the equivalent of, like, happy anniversary, baby. Here's a, a dozen roses and a box of chocolates and a bubble bath. And it's like, oh, great, you gave me, like... The women's package for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like th- thank you for my women's presence like it's just <laughs> she like, acts like summer walks like rain like it doesn't mean anything what does walking like rain mean what does acting like summer mean i don't understand it like and then i don't know she's gone into space or something it's just <laughs> the best soy latte you ever had is a lyric in this song uh, you know
2: yeah, like I there's so many songs point. we could have chosen for bad lyrics that, uh, what's that boy band one with the, that's like the Abercrombie and Fitch one, uh, you know, Which the one? that song, uh, just bad song, LFO, Summer Girls, you know, that song, like it's like a terrible song because the lyrics are also terrible. I like girls to wear Abercrombie and Fitch. You know that one? This oh is kind of like yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 I mean, worse. like, yeah. So I I guess I avoided things like um
2: You can take some relish in that. You can kind of enjoy that. You can kind of like, ah, it's yeah, so or, bad, it's good.
1: But it's also like kind of a novelty song. Like I was I yeah. was trying to avoid songs that were novelty songs, as in like, you know, things like The Crazy Frog or I don't know, like the cheeky girls um the Macarena, which I actually like, but like, Hey, Macarena is
2: great. Macarena
1: is great, but like, actually, and I, I have a list of, um, like the most hated songs I'll go through at the end. Um, and a lot of them I just love, but, um, yeah, I I I think it's it's the kind of it's the faux sincerity of train that truly offends me. And it and it is that sort of like just catch all like, oh, you know, the hoes gonna love this. Like <laughs> women are gonna love this song because it's like I, I don't know, it's just so it's just this blanket romantic statement about absolutely nothing that could be applied to absolutely anybody. And yeah. I hate it. I just hate it. Fair enough. Fuck trade. Fair enough.
2: I mean, you don't need any more reason <laughs>
1: yeah. than that to yeah.
2: hate a song. And yeah, that's a very good reason to hate a song.
1: Yeah, your next song <laughs> is a song that I like, but um, but I I know why you don't like it, and I agree with you. So, well, I'm I mean, if it's
2: the one you're talking about, it's it's really indicative of the whole album, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, this is a this is an album I have a problem with and that I hate now because, I mean, there was a lot of reasons. So the album in question is Moby and uh, Moby's Play. Mm. Obviously, a hugely successful album that sold 12 million copies um, and was ubiquitous at the seminal. time. Considered quite seminal? Yeah, it uh, was one of the first, like, big albums that where all of the songs were licensed for ads and basically... Um, opened the floodgates for licensing and sync and all that kind of stuff it was just absolutely everywhere, like in just every song on the album was used. But I think looking back on it now, it's a 1999 album. The biggest problem with it is actually the fact that, um, no, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting subject to explore. And I want to like, just actually read out some stuff to you about it, because mm-hmm. obviously the thing about play was that it was, uh, it uses a, a lot of kind of folk, uh, samples from uh, black artists in the past that were recorded by Alan Lomax so therefore a lot of gospel and blues artists that were sampled by Moby and he made so much money off um but just to get into that I think the pr- issue with that is is like these field recordings folk music field recordings Obviously, he was able to do that. He was allowed to do that. They they might have even, maybe the copyright had actually elapsed at that point. So he could use it. I'm not 100% sure. But the real problem is that it's just how he uses it. And I think I don't think was Mo, intentions at the time, but it just shows you how think fast things have moved on, like the intentions of, of, of an artist were never in question uh, back then, where now we'd be listening to a song like this natural blues and going, what is he doing using that?
0: Trouble so hard, oh Lord, trouble so hard, Don't nobody know my trouble don't nobody know, my Trouble with God. Ooh, Lord, ain't my Trouble so hard. Ooh, Lord, ain't my Trouble so hard. Don't nobody know.
2: So my problem with that is that, uh, you know, I don't think Moby was ever trying to shine a light on the original source material in any way, really. He acknowledged it, but he never really, like, lifted it up or or, or did anything. And I think there's a, there's a great um, great article in Fact Magazine called All Play and No Work, Moby's best-selling album, Damage <laughs> Electronic Music, by Ryan Diduck. I'm going to read some of this out Fantastic just header. Because, yeah. Uh, so three of the songs from the Alan Lomax uh, box set, Sounds of the South now, Aside, there is an amazing heavyweight podcast called um, Gregor um, about the guy that actually loaned the albums to Moby and never got them back. And so you should go listen to that. It is a very good episode. It's also a bit grim. Um, but heavyweight is the podcast. Uh, Gregor is the title, the episode in question. And it's about this guy trying to get his CDs back from Moby <laughs> years later, <laughs> but it becomes about like him, how Moby basically like blanked him and, and it didn't come back. So that's another thing, but just about these, so three of the songs on the play album were actually from that box set called sounds of the South by Alan Lomax, uh, that Alan Lomax have recorded. So just about this whole stuff is that, um, so there's a guy so this is from the fact um, uh, magazine uh, article the scholar David Hesman Halla, in a 2006 article published in the journal uh, Social and Legal Studies entitled Digital Sampling and Cultural Inequality helps to articulate what seems to be most probable to me about Moby's particular modus operandi throughout Moby's play there is an ambivalent appropriation of the perceived features of another culture he argues the samples pay tribute to that other culture even celebrated it but on terms which ultimately reduce the complexity of the appropriated culture to something crude and simplistic. In uh, Pitchfork's contemporaneous review, the critic Crent, uh, Brent de Crento, uh, echoes, the sampling and processing of passionate folks and folk and blues roots music drains whatever emotional ballast kept the music so spiritually afloat. In other words, play literally whitewashes the blues. Building upon uh, Hesmanal's concepts, the Afrofuturist writer Nabil Zabura. Uh, speaks deftly of a marriage between hauntology, the zeitgeist of sampling, and schizophrenia, the term the composer and sound theorist Maurice Schafer uses to describe the splitting of music from its sources. Zubry finds that sampling is more complex a phenomenon and cultural circulation much tornier a matter than to conclude that Moby is ripping off black artists more than, say, Kanye West, Thieved, King Crimson, or Aphex Twin. It is less about the authority to sample different cultures and appropriate incorporate them into new works of art it is more about the acknowledgement of the uneven dynamics of power and privilege that make these recordings available for sampling in the first place. So that's just mm. one thing I've just been thinking about when I was thinking about this I was like I I mean hate is maybe too strong a word but like it is, it is something it's that is. It's yeah, discomforting?
0: Yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah and I think it's like the fact that he made so much money out of this and now it's cool
0: <laughs> mm. you know
2: it was cool and nobody I mean he has been, he has been asked about that in terms of revisionist kind of things as well but um look but i think uh, he,
1: he he uses these samples in order to kind of create a tone of the I, I don't know this kind of perceived spiritualism or mysticism of the source material which i think is problematic um like i yeah i like that song because the voice in it is so um is so Powerful, obviously, um, and I've always liked the sound of it. But you know, it, it, yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't make me uncomfortable thinking about how much that absolute snake has made <laughs> off all these materials. You know, and also, you know, like Alan, Alan Lomax was a was a a, a white collector of music as well and and And
2: that also should make us feel a bit strange and uncomfortable but yeah
1: yeah Lomax is an incredibly important and uh complex figure in in the history of kind of you know folk music um we should do an episode about him actually because I'm I'm very yeah very interested in him as a person um and and the Uh, Seegers as well but uh, anyway yeah I I, I understand the the discomfort and I think yeah for me it is that sort of like um, uh, making something with you know incredibly complex and rich roots um, and just sort of like ushering it along with this sort of um, new age spiritual mystic you know, yeah, and I uh, mean, he made so music much for money. white people, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, those original artists obviously made no money at all. Uh, yeah. and he's made uh, hundreds and thousands and maybe millions off them as well. So mm. that, that adds to the discomfort as well, for sure. Yeah, um, so yeah, it does make it awkward. Um, but yeah, less I hate more of it, just like, oh, I feel uncomfortable about it. So
1: yeah, Icky. Okay, my final song. Um, is I think probably in the same vein as I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas, but um, it's, it, it's particularly the drop in this song. Um, it's by LMFAO, um, which I hate saying out loud, and it's called Party Rock Anthem. Enjoy this.
2: How nice of us to finish on a very obnoxious uh, <laughs> ending there now lovely
1: <laughs> That song makes me feel sick. Um yeah this and sexy and I know it are both uh, I I actually kind of thought they were the same song um and then I realized they weren't. Um everything about LMFAO just, just great like the, the 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 album is entitled Sorry for Party Rockin. The the cover of it is the two guys in, like, you know, sunglasses and, like, just a woman's stomach. She doesn't have a head. She doesn't have, you know, it's just a stomach and groin area with the title of the album written on her in, like, Sharpie or whatever. And it's just, it, I don't know, it, it was just, this was such a fucking volatile time for, like, just these, like, bro club anthems. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I don't know. It, it it was just, it just reminds me of like the culture, club culture, mainstream club culture at this time. And uh, it makes me feel sick. Um, I think it's awful. I think the the everyday I'm shuffling bit, uh, it just really irks me. I think it's one of the worst things to happen to music um, in a long, long time. And I hate it. <laughs> Fair. Most I of mine mean, are from the twenty tens, I think. Certainly, like two thousands, twenty tens. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, them are.
2: that's. It was a bad time for music for a lot. It, it of was. Songs, um, it was really sure.
1: bad. Yeah, should but yeah, that's my briefly, last. Briefly,
2: should we go through briefly a few um, songs that did make the cut that? Um, yeah. Should have, should have, or could have on a different day. Should have, would have, could have. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I was looking for a U two song I really hated because I mm. but I didn't want to just like U two bash either, but I do hate Beautiful Day as a song. Do um, you? Yeah, I do.
1: Okay, fair um,
2: enough. Galway Girl.
1: Which Ed one? Sheeran. Oh yeah, Ed oh yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Um Hold California, which you mentioned. Um <laughs> Yeah, I
1: hate that. <laughs>
2: another song that I've grown to hate is um, Sweet Child of Mine. Don't like that anymore. Because
1: I never like liked Sweet you know, Child no of Mine. Um I was never a fan of that um, A lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers songs I don't like I just don't like that band actually I've just never I never got it Never really understood Fair. it Okay um, That's fine um, uh, Controversial one maybe Everlong by Foo Fighters just don't get it mm, um, I used like that song Doesn't make me feel anything um, uh, nothing Sex against on Fire, Dave.
2: Kings of Leon
1: Oh yeah, fuck that Yeah, absolutely I Hate that song um, Oh God, what else?
2: Oh um Bare Naked Ladies One Week.
1: <laughs> What's that one go like?
2: It's been one week since you looked didn't me? You know that one.
1: Oh God, uh, yeah. Oh my god. China,
2: Chinese chicken, that one, yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's bad. That's really bad.
2: And one that I really had to Oh my god,
1: closing of- time. Sorry. Closing oh, we never even did it. I fucking that forgot the to start all this. <laughs> I mean, we could finish on it.
2: <laughs> we'll it get, is closing we'll, time. We'll,
1: we'll use closing time to play us out, um, okay, which is the great. worst thing that people do. It's the worst. But sorry, you, okay, you were about we to say to another one there. It.
2: No, I was Ooh. just going to say um, Nizlopi, um jcb oh song, the jcb was number, song christmas number one
1: i, I mean uh, again twee, i, think, I think it's a bit but it's a novelty song right it's yeah like, exactly
2: so that's why it's not I sincere not it, yeah. it does annoy me an awful lot yeah so we leave like it I'm on we it's le- not yeah we leave, uh isn't she lovely by stevie wonder is another song i don't like either really don't like that song mm.
1: yeah not one of his best yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Seven Nation okay. Army,
2: I, I now hate it because of uh, its overuse. I hate it because it's overuse. Yeah.
1: Do you not yeah, love when yeah. you're at a football game and everyone goes, da, da 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 Do you not love that? Do you not love that? You know, you, you, you know when you're at the guys and, and you're at a football game and someone scores a goal and you all go, da 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 Do you not love that? You know, when you're at I mean, a football we game, not,
0: we're going to finish
2: with semi sonic <laughs> closing <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to po- Andrea. It's closing Cleary time for-, for us, guys. <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh God.
2: Yeah. Look, it's fine. This, it's this fine. is fun now. It was it was fun in a in a in a horrible way. Thank you for all for joining us.
1: Yeah. Um, and and you, we're you so sorry that you to, to listen all now. that.
2: Yeah. Here we go. All right.
1: Bye. It's
2: time for us to say goodbye. It's time for us to close up Here's Closing Time by Semisonic on the worst Good luck. songs. The songs we hate.
0: Bye. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know who I want to take me home